0: Hello everybody, Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone and today I am joined by the international Swiss sensation, Michelle Green. So how are you today?
1: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm back in Switzerland and I'm very excited to chat with you and catch up.
0: Of course, I mean, my friend, you have ju- done so much within just the first year, your first, basically, first full year of your career alone. But we'll get into all the wrestling stuff a bit later. I I think it's cool too because I mean, before you even decided upon wrestling, one of your aspirations was to be a singer. I heard, I heard you. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna put you on the spot to sing. Mm-hmm. But when did you realize your singing abilities?
1: Um, I think it must have been. So we moved around quite a bit as a kid due to my dad's job. So I know it was in Spain. So that must have been like eighth grade, seventh grade, maybe. We just had some singing classes in music and I just, I liked them and I did good and I was getting good grades. So I was like, hmm, maybe there's something to this. <laughs> so I've definitely always been involved in like show. I used to be in drama class and um, love for musicals. So the entertaining and show part has definitely always been part of me.
0: What has been the most interesting like show or
1: musical or drama related role that you've ever had? Ooh, um let's see. I mean we had West Side story that we did, yeah. um where I was part of the choir. I loved watching rent. I've been to a ton of musicals, so I really like those. Um I was once on an assignment in London when I was working as a marketing manager, and I went to see Kinky Boots, which I loved a lot. And then I went to see um, Book of Mormon. And that one, I didn't care for as much. But so that was like my free time from work. I went by myself to the musical because I was like, well, it's the East End, of course, I'm gonna go. (laughs) So um, yes, those have been fun.
0: You know what? I feel like, too, just in general, I've also been doing more stuff, like, alone. Like, even, I mean, at the time of recording this, uh, tomorrow I'll be going to a wrestling event by myself. You know, I realize, you know, it is fun with company most of the time. But sometimes I feel like just going by yourself, you get to experience it more because you're not, like, distracted or, like, maybe not on your phone as much, if that makes sense. I don't know.
1: Well, and it shouldn't, like, shouldn't stop you from doing things you like and want to do. Exactly. So, but um, actually, this WrestleMania, I was in um, Texas, yeah. and I wanted to go to the first night because I did have plans for the second, but not for the first. And uh, I ran into Kid Bandit in the hotel lobby, and they had the similar feeling, and um, that she wanted to go but didn't have anyone to go with, and we just met, but we had common friends, and then both of us were kind of like. I know this is really crazy, but do you want to go? And so we went to
0: WrestleMania together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know what? It's, I've done that too. Like I was in WrestleMania weekend too. Sometimes you just be spontaneous. You know, you have like friend of friends with people and it's one of those things where you can come together for this crazy thing that we called wrestling, but with your singing too, I don't know how seriously, I mean, obviously you were involved in a lot of drama and musicals. Do you kind of still
1: explore your uh, passion for singing too? Um, not as much, so I okay. did want to become a singer at first, like as a teenager um, but then changed to study business. yes, um, I do have a e piano here, but um, I've been traveling a ton, so we've been actually in this house for a year, and um, my partner's um father is a pianist and visited recently and wanted to play, and we actually found out that the court to plug the e piano in is actually not here. So um, I don't know what happened there, but um, I used to play the piano to like um, accompany myself while singing. And I just about three or four months ago started incorporating the singing more into my wrestling promos after a seminar where they had said to like combine different unique sales points. And I thought, well, if ever I have an opponent where some inspiration strikes me, then I'll definitely include it.
0: Now, I'm curious to know, what are like your musical like artist or band influences or ones that you feel like you gravitate towards?
1: Well, recently we just had Spotify the year wrap. Yes. Come out, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. I would. Okay. Yes. That's like one of my favorite things of the year. W- tell us. Tell us.
1: So I do have pop, German pop country, actually. Um, which just when I was in the US traveling to OVW every week, like a five hour drive from Knoxville. Um, usually especially on the way back, I just really like to listen to it because it's a long travel. And um so definitely got into that more. But there's also some Latin music. I like Camilo a lot, um some relaxing music, Megan Trainer earlier I used to really love uh, Christina Aguilera and I've gotten more into Taylor Swift recently because I have a lot of male wrestling friends who are actually big uh, Swifties who are big fans and so they kind of got me onto that train now a bit more
0: what was your most listened to artist? granted at the time of recording this it just came out yesterday I'm very mm-hmm. curious what was your most listened to artist? top artists of the year
1: um, actually, it was Tundra Beats. It's like this wake up music that is very relaxing. I don't remember to listening to that much, but it's just like kind of easygoing, chill stuff. You know sometimes so I, I, you need worry that you that I listen to it but it's just a good background uh, backdrop to go through your day.
0: Yeah, sometimes you need that I listen to like ASMR and like some kind of calm music sometimes. It it helps me ease my mind from all the craziness that's going on in life. But I I feel like too obviously you mentioned it briefly. You obviously veered down the path of business administration and marketing management instead instead of assuming potential music career. So what made you veer down that path specifically?
1: Um, Well, I've always been a very good student. And at the time where I was choosing careers, my parents encouraged me to go towards business. And so that's more how that came to be. And um, so I did my studies and then I worked in food marketing, actually, which I guess is ironic now because I don't cook as much because I'm just on a meal plan. is a lot of chicken and rice, clearly. And, uh, but before that, I was uh, marketing consumer goods like beef jerky, uh, potato chips, coffee, pizza. Yeah. So I can, uh, I- I'm angling for some sponsorships definitely down the line. Mm. <laughs> Sell almost everything. i i know especially too once you
0: like assumed wrestling you're obviously like you said your diet had to probably kind of change more Mm -hmm. as you're more um conscious of your physique and all of that but i mean if you were to treat yourself what are some of your go-to snacks or guilty pleasures
1: um my number one is gelato like italian ice cream i'm just uh yeah, a big fan of that. In general, the Italian cuisine. My hobby is Italian actually. So when whenever we do go to Rome, I'm very fortunate and just uh, it's a week of indulging in gelato, pasta, pizza and yeah, it's super delicious. So now it I also know- makes you super snobby for like all the other food <laughs> because it's so good and it's like the real deal. <laughs> so I actually don't think I've had American pizza. i would be like Really? Yeah. I'm fix I to have my- had
0: ice cream. You have you have had ice cream, American ice cream. You said, yeah, obviously. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious though too. You've never had American pizza. What does your I assume Italian pizza then? What does that look like for you? What toppings and everything do you have?
1: Well, there's different ones um, throughout Italy too, but in Rome, they're um, a bit thicker, crunchy though, and then. Usually, I like the one with like uh, prosciutto crudo, so uh, the raw ham. Yes, I'm a big like, pizza person. Although I've never like been.
0: Yeah, I've never been outside of like America and Canada, mm-hmm. so I haven't experienced true like Italian pizza, but that just sounds so good. And I re- I know it's really early now, it's too early here, my time to even have, think about pizza. But oh, it's if never. I- <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough, that'd be an interesting breakfast. But obviously, I mean, after your business administration and kind of marketing managing endeavors, you obviously made the jump, the drastic jump to professional wrestling next. Yeah, and- right. I don't know if you had any previous athletic background, but when you made that transition, can you kind of describe the conditioning process of adapting yourself physically and mentally to the wrestling sport?
1: Yes, of course. So um, all through high school, I used to play soccer, like also in a club, and I played volleyball, basketball, and went to the gym, all those kind of deals. Yeah. Um, so- But previous to wrestling, starting to train wrestling, I was more just uh, going to the gym to stay in shape. And eventually, a friend of mine on New Year's, she made like little prophecies that she like created for each of us. And I just moved to Zurich, where there's the only school in Switzerland at the time to uh, learn wrestling. And she said, Michelle's finally going to go get some wrestling training going. And so I did. And I became really passionate about it. And it just grew and I started going to train to Germany too, to WXW which is uh, where I continue to train now because they're the best in Europe in my opinion. And uh, eventually the passion grew and COVID was at the time happening also. So I just thought well if it really made me or many of us I think realize like the briefness of life. So I thought well what the hell I'm just gonna go all in and follow my passion. And uh, that's how I decided to then first go to Mexico for three months because it was the only place in like the world that was open. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, I think there was stuff going on in Japan, but you would have had to have been in Japan at the time, I believe. And uh, yeah, I went there and it was a daily, I think three to four hours gym and like three hours of wrestling. So it was definitely very intense and a way for me also in a short amount of time to prove my grit, I think. Um, especially too,
0: you're training with some of the best in the Lucha Libre game, obviously then venturing into the States, you've literally been all over, but you've also acquired speaking five different languages, obviously that being Swiss, German, English, Spanish, French, and you're also in the process of learning Italian too as yeah. well, like you mentioned. So I don't know, what is your approach to learning a new language and has there been like a specific instance you felt it really benefited you
1: Oh, I think it's always a huge benefit to be able to communicate yourself in another language or in the language of one's preferred or their mother tongue, even. And um, I learned the languages because due to my dad's job, we moved around a lot into different countries. So I have lived in Spain. I've lived in Zimbabwe and um, as a tiny kid in Indonesia also. So plenty of places and languages to pick up. And there's not that many, like Switzerland's a tiny country, right? Like we have 8 million inhabitants. And uh, so there's not a lot of us out there. And uh, yeah, to socialize, which I'm very outgoing, the languages help you a lot. And especially obviously in Mexico, I could tell that they embraced me right away speaking Spanish. And originally I spoke Spanish from Spain, so they were teasing me about that. But uh, now I've become more assimilated to the Mexican slang and actually recently Marty Bell told me and she's like, I thought you were Mexican. What do you mean you were Swiss? <laughs> I can't believe it. Like it blows my mind. And I was like, Oh thanks, that's really sweet, but yeah. Um, so
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun I- I mean you got certainly got a leg up on a lot of people too and that lends you to being able to communicate especially in new places like you've been experiencing but obviously you're you're used to traveling you were moving around as a kid I feel like too though especially growing up I feel like sometimes that might have like waned on you a bit obviously like you said like. You would have that opportunity to learn new languages, but also like you, I don't know how were how would you sustain like long term friendships or relationships? Or did moving around kind of hinder you from a, a aspects like that?
1: Well, I only know this way, and so I think it taught me a lot about being adaptable and flexible. I definitely think I've lived more, like more than thirty places. In obviously the last two years since I've been full-time wrestling have uh, added a bunch of places to mm-hmm. that list and it just uh, makes it easier to like get to know a new place and adapt and take on new mannerisms or schedules so traveling and being on the road is definitely I think easier for me due to that.
0: And, I mean, just this year alone, you've traveled all across the world from the United States, Germany, Austria, of course, Switzerland, and you even trained in Mexico, like you said, too. And you've clearly, clearly been hustling. But I feel like, too, has there ever been a moment you maybe felt like you were lost in the hustle culture or felt some burnout? And if so, how did you cope? Are you kind of just accustomed to it now?
1: Well, I'm very strong-willed and I definitely have like a laser focus on the things that I want. And um, what I've been changing up for myself is that at first I was traveling three months to one place and then coming home for a month or so. So I've been making shorter trips and being home more often. And uh, that's been, I think, helpful apart from having a wonderful support system and my friends and especially my hubby who's super supportive. So I think that definitely helps to... Uh, try to be more balanced but I mean definitely like I'm 100% in on wrestling and uh, yeah it's uh, not the most balanced right now. <laughs> Fair
0: enough but tell us some more about uh, that support system of yours obviously you've accrued a lot of wrestling friends probably real life friends and family and of course your husband mm-hmm. but tell us some more about the people that are in your life right now.
1: Um, so my hubby's Italian and he's a strongman athlete and uh so he's also a personal trainer and he's very supportive in uh me, like how I manage being an athlete and uh that's been super helpful as I grew into this, right? Because it's obviously like you mentioned before, quite a big switch going from like a desk job and uh being full speed there to then becoming more of a obviously athletic, um, and entrepreneur. So, and many things, um, I mean, I've taken on the video editing, the social media planning. I really enjoy that. I think like marketing yourself is a, or marketing any product is really essential and, uh, I enjoy it. So definitely also some new skills that I learned or asked some friends how to do it and provide me with some ideas.
0: Yeah, I know you previously said that you're I mean I mean you have the background in it in like marketing and managing managing like that, but you previously said that you are trying to create more of a platform for yourself, which I've evidently seen in all across all of all of all aboard your social medias, but kind of taking care of yourself and that brand, what do you think has been the biggest challenge for you as you try to establish yourself more in your brand and getting your name out there more?
1: I mean, definitely like just having your sleep schedule is a mess. Because like during the week, you uh, try to get to bed at a reasonable time. Trainings are usually at late at night. So that's not like super beneficial for sleep per se. And then on the weekend, everything turns on its head because you have shows. And then even by the time you get home, you're super pumped up on adrenaline. So um, I think that's definitely something that you can that that impacts your life quality so it's all about like creating healthy habits eating well I have a nutritionist uh, since the beginning because I know that it's very important to take care of your body
0: What are some things that you have noticed within your body and kind of conforming? Obviously, you had the background in like volleyball and soccer and all that. But wrestling, I feel like, is a whole different entity itself. What is the biggest difference or change that you've noticed in your body or it's something that you've had to conform to that is distinctly related to wrestling?
1: I mean, it's exciting to feel stronger because I'm still like I have a petite frame. So then if somebody doesn't know, what I do for a living and I pick up something heavy. They're like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, and I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. And then also just the, how your body shapes up to be. I think that's very exciting. So I think my wardrobe is basically gym clothes and then like nice, like venue clothes for interviews, for shows and for autograph signing, all this kind of stuff. And then whenever I'm home, home in Switzerland, like regular Close, I'm really kind of like standing there. I'm like, what do I wear? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't even know anymore. Who am I? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, com- always, uh... it
1: comes yeah at least
0: with me comfort at home if if you're able to unless obviously you do whatever your heart desires michelle but i i mean you're obviously traveling you're kind it's kind of hard to flip that switch off when you're like go 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 all the time i feel is that something that you feel kind of having having
1: that same mentality i think i've always been uh like a go-getter because i do think like life doesn't happen to you like you have to make things happen mm-hmm. and- I really like the quote about um, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So all you can really do an impact is how you are prepared and how you're ready. And so yeah, definitely the switch is uh, always on and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, throughout
0: all of these travels, you've obviously experienced, I mean, you said you've moved like over thir- experienced like over 30 times. Have you experienced any huge culture shocks? And if so, can you kind of tell us more about it and some of the standout aspects of the respective place?
1: Um, well, everybody in Mexico is uh, very charming and very um, heartfelt, I found. So I really enjoyed that. And, uh, just experiencing the whole Lucha Libre culture and it being like one of the top five sports in the nation yeah. was just really wonderful to see. And for the U.S., I think it also depends like where you go to. So, I mean, Texas, um, was one of my places that I trained at with Thunder Rosa, Jazz yes. and Rodney Mac, And it was really cool to go back now for Mission Pro earlier this year. And, um, yeah Knoxville Tennessee being more rural like just even the landscapes is uh yeah it's a, it's a big country the u s <laughs>
0: it definitely is and you have like the northeast you obviously have like florida texas the west coast the midwest there's so much going on there and you've obviously gotten some great opportunities to learn from some of the best in the world all across the board so has there been a certain piece of advice that has really stuck with you throughout any of these travels and who was it from
1: oh i mean dr tom i treasure him Tom I've Pritchard, been, by the way, uh, for
0: reference, for for those yes. who may not know,
1: um, I've been training at JPW for about one and a half years, and it just really helped me piece together all these little nuggets of wisdom and wrestling learnings that I had had into becoming a wrestler. I felt like, and um, he just always says to keep going and to keep believing. And, um, I think he says, uh, like about the people that do the rain dance, that they just keep on dancing until it rains. So you just need to keep going and grinding and working harder. And, um, it's very motivating. Yes. I appreciate his guidance a lot.
0: I feel like too something like that, to have in the back of your mind keeps, keeps you motivated, like you said, but I feel like it's definitely easier said than done. Like you said, you kind of have that switch that's on all the time, but Sometimes it it goes off or the light dims a little bit. So how do you keep yourself motivated through some maybe troubling times or times of doubt?
1: Oh, and I think if I may add, um, what he also says is that there's always someone watching. So I've cut a promo for every each and every one of my sixty two matches that I've had. The ones that were announced, if it was on short notice, like <laughs> that—that's that, yeah. a bit uh, <laughs> more tricky to handle, and. Uh, yeah, so I always try to challenge myself even more in creating content and becoming a better wrestler each day. And uh yeah, so that's always good. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter how many people see what you're doing, it just I mean, to quote Lady Gaga in that famous yeah <laughs> um quote that she had, you really only just need one person to give you that one shot and then be ready. So just gotta keep honing your craft. And um, about motivation, what you just asked, Mm, I think we all experience that sometimes in life, we're like, look how far I've come, and we have our proud moments, and then sometimes we have the moments where we're like, look how far I've got to go. And... um, like, even this year, I've achieved a lot of goals that I had in general for wrestling, like, ever. Like, being on Mission Pro, being in WXW, being on TV with OVW. And so, fortunately, I have a hobby that also helps me put things into perspective. And um, I used to actually really watch uh, the series Survivor on US TV. And I was Michelle, a big Michelle, that's my...
0: That's like my favorite show. Like, I watched that over Dynamite
1: on Wednesdays. Oh, lovely. Well, I stopped. I watched till right before they did the season 40, I think. Winners at War. That's where okay. I, was, I, I was. I watched from, um, I think it's Caramoan. Uh, So like 26 or something up to that. So that's a lot of survivor. Um, But they often say like embrace the suck. And then also that it's just temporary and um, this too shall pass. So those are just things that I hold on to, to push forward.
0: I love that that popped me that's literally one of my favorite shows even even (laughs) filled
1: to this day
0: but I, I feel like too you mentioned obviously you've had a lot of great opportunities and this year has been very phenomenal for you so we do also a thing called a watch list feature here on WrestleZone so over this last year or so is there a particular match or moment of yours that you feel stands out or you feel the most proud of and why?
1: I feel super proud about uh, my Mission Pro match against Jasmine Allure. Um, It was one of my goals to go to Mission Pro and perform there because when I trained in Texas, I used to always help out there. And one of the reasons why I had gone to Texas is because Thunder Rosa was uh, running, like, all-female trainings, which is very rare in wrestling. But obviously, we compete with women, so it's very helpful. (laughs) And um, it was really meaningful for me to come back and it had been at that point more than a year I think and of course life goes on but for me they always had like a um, special place in my heart and I always knew that I just needed to go back and um, it was a match that uh, I really excelled in and um, was really well received by the audience and um, after the match Thunder Rosa came on Um, stage and well into the ring and she praised me and commended me on how far I'd come and that was very special to hear that from my good friend and somebody who I admire obviously
0: yeah and top tier jasmine allure have had the pleasure of seeing her in person doing her thing she's absolutely phenomenal former mpw champion actually yes. so uh hopefully we get you back here in the states soon whether it's at mission pro or there's <laughs> a couple other all-female promotions or just in general too we need to get michelle green back in the states here to do you have any plans you don't just hinting do you have any current plans to maybe make a return in 2023 here
1: I'm still um open to my planning with 2023. I plan actually very in short spurts. So uh, I have a plan for what I'm doing till the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> and then everything else, um, everybody will just have to stay glued to Adam Michelle Green, and that's a really good way to find out mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Okay, I feel like
0: that's a good thing to maybe not plan too far ahead because things are life is unpredictable as we've seen but during a lot of your matches you've obviously been sporting this gorgeous red and gold ring gear so do you have a certain story or source of inspiration behind its creation
1: um well my first gear was green the next one was blue and then i just thought red would be really powerful and uh, it's a color of passion it's the color of actually Swiss flag also. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I really like that. I, I like Wonder Woman per se, but it wasn't like the main inspiration. I actually just went about um, picking apart different other outfits that I liked and combining them. And I found a really good uh, gear designer and I would definitely like my next gears would be based on the one that I currently am donning. Now, do you have a certain color scheme in mind
0: without giving too much information away? Well, I know the that it will here. have gold,
1: but other okay. than that, I'm still okay. um Yeah. It's not uh as much on front of mind because I really love the gear that I currently have and um I'm hoping that just one day it will strike me. Do you have an idea? Ooh.
0: Now, I don't – see, I'm not one who knows much about comics obvi- or, like, Marvel or, like, any of that stuff. But mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, I feel like, is such an iconic figure. I don't know. Do you have any other, like, inspirations, like, in pop culture that's, like, female-oriented who, like, inspire you or figures?
1: Um, Not too much. Like, okay. as I mentioned before, I was, like, more into reality TV at one point and then movies. But I'm not that much – like uh, comic and games I'm not super okay. knowledgeable about. Mo-
0: yeah. movie wise though, is there I there's like so many icons within movies or like characters. Is there certain characters realms that you're like gravitate towards?
1: I mean I've always liked the Disney movies, but uh mm, I think I, I would have to definitely deep dive more into finding like a mm-hmm. specific icon. Yes. How
0: do you how do you feel about Disney princesses? <laughs> Maybe that's something to venture in towards. I don't know. I enjoy
1: the villains more They're Okay. More fun. Well there
0: you go. Maybe that I feel like that is a route that you could possibly go a little um darker Michelle Green. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, um
1: I love what uh Tasha Steeles, I think, has some Disney theme ones. Yes. Um Charlotte Flair has been doing some. So it would definitely be more, I think, subtle and I'll just uh go for like okay. a different color version probably, like with some extra plus for my next gear. But yep. Okay. Just just
0: something to think about, you know? Mm-hmm. As 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 we kind of alluded to, you're not planning too far ahead, but twenty twenty three is soon approaching. It's going to be mm-hmm. a brand new year. I feel like you have to have some goals in mind at the very least, maybe not concrete plans, but what are some of your personal or professional goals that you're kind of having on your mind as we head into 2023?
1: Well, my number one goal is to get signed to a wrestling contract. And um, since I'm in Europe at the moment and based out of currently, um, I'm definitely focused on becoming WXW champion, and I would love to also venture more to the UK.
0: I saw too, obviously, um there was a couple photos a couple months ago you had with a lot of the UK girls. So that's super exciting. We gotta get you over there. There that crop of talent is absolutely phenomenal. And of course we're absolutely. in the we're in the midst of the holidays right now, soon approaching. And before we even get into it, I don't know how big are the Christmas festivities in your homeland of Switzerland.
1: Um, definitely not as much as in the okay. US. <laughs> um i actually just took down the tree yesterday we have a uh, like a artificial tree that you can use every year so very sustainable and i just put up some indoors christmas decorations but overall it's um i would say more moderate in the grand scheme of things
0: how do you are do you <clears throat> kind of have that same mentality where it's kind of there or i don't know how how big do you personally get into it if at all
1: um i just i I enjoy the season of um like cozying up inside (laughs) but that can be really be all winter yeah true (laughs) and um my family is going to be in australia because my sister lives there and she's expecting a baby so they have traveled down there so um in christmas time it will be um my hubby's family and i over here in switzerland well, that is so exciting. Kudos
0: to you and your family and all of that. I love the holiday season and cozying up too as well. So to close things out, do you have any um maybe holiday related or about this time of year related memories that you remain fond of?
1: um and personally, actually, I really love the warm weather. So I have been to Australia during Christmas time before, and I just loved like on Christmas, like going into the pool and then having a barbecue or going to the beach, because those are all things I really love. So doing Mm -hmm. them on Christmas is um, magnificent also. And um, yeah, I just enjoy hot chocolate, I think.
0: (laughs) Me too. I always get mine with a shot of caramel. It's really good if you haven't tried it. I don't know how you feel about caramel, but it's really good.
1: That mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds good.
0: But Michelle, thank you so much for joining me here today. Before we let you go, can you please share
1: where the people can find you on social media? Yes, you can find me at I'm Michelle Green on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And I would love for you to come along my journey and give me a follow on as many platforms as you can because we're trying to make wrestling as big and as sensational as possible. And that's the way too. And you can also, if you're in the holiday spirit, um, go to Michelle com. Everything's also linked on my social media. So you have every reason to find it and purchase yourself a magnificent looking Michelle Green t-shirt, get a signed eight by 10 for your loved ones. Or some US dollar bills with my face on it. <laughs> um, there's definitely something for everyone there. And um, yeah, that would be a merry season also. Support the Swiss superstar, not only during
0: the holidays, but of course, all year round. 2023 is, I literally can't believe we're less than a month away at the time of recording this. Wow, right? You've had an incredible year. Honestly, I don't think anybody has had the well-versed well-traveled year as you have had this year alone so i look forward to whatever you have in 2023 and hopefully we get your return to the states in the new year but michelle thank you so much for joining me here today it's been an absolute pleasure
1: thank you for having this wonderful chat with me and i will make sure for everyone to follow us here